Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. Carl, this week's show is Creator Explains How to Create a Divine Safe Space, something that a lot of people would like to have in this day and age, I think. Well, I can't disagree. I've had those feelings many times in my life. (laughs) And as I was growing up, the only real alternative is stay in bed and pull the covers over your head. And we know that only gets us so far. Sooner or later, we have to emerge from our cocoon and go back to work or school, whatever we've got to do to keep going and try to stay up with uh, society. But Sounds like every morning for me, Carl. <laughs> well, you know, these days it's wishful thinking because I, I work seven days a week. But uh, the it's, it's, it's a passion and it's a good thing. And uh, the problem is I'm dealing with all the pesky stuff, the, the tough things. Yeah. The things that drag people down right and left. And and a lot of people have these feelings, you know, how do we escape? Where can we go to get out from under when we're feeling overwhelmed? So we're we're gonna address this and hopefully give some reassurance and, and some insights on why we're in this dilemma. As a channeler of creator of all that is, we ask all kinds of things, and it's really a blessing to get God's current thinking. We're, we're living, we've been living for 2,000 years out of ancient handbooks that are really outdated now. And that don't mean that as a pejorative, it's just common sense. Yeah. You know, you yeah. wouldn't use a 2,000-year-old science textbook. Why would you use a 2,000-year-old metaphysical or spiritual textbook? We've advanced. We're more ready for knowledge and information today than ever before. Well, we got some coming up here. This first question is kind of a doozy. We learned in a recent series of channelings that only the Milky Way galaxy is truly a free will zone with all the advantages and disadvantages that brings. So it seems that the rest of the universe is a safe space compared to our Milky Way galaxy. It's also been said this is a free will experiment, perhaps suggesting that safe spaces leave something to be desired. Can creator comment? All right, and this is Creator's words in answer to that question. It is not that safe spaces are undesirable. It is simply the differentiation of that desirable state of being to have an environment where one not only feels safe, but is truly safe from harm. And the state of affairs within the Milky Way galaxy, as exemplified by your own planet, being in constant turmoil through the ages with tremendous suffering of all along the way. And no end to problems with relatively little learning and evolution of culture to avoid such problems from recurring again and again and again. The latter has been the norm. This is not consistent with a race of beings like the divine human who have keen intelligence, spiritual core instincts, and a strong desire for upliftment and to live through love as a means of expression. 
that very idea is in conflict with common experience. With so many ways, people can experience negativity at their own hands through poor choices, lack of learning, good habits, and self-discipline, or being preyed on by others to bully them, cause them difficulty, or even end their life. The entirety of the universe, with the exception of the Milky Way galaxy, is largely a safe space, except for the inhospitable local environments, such as the surface of stars and sources of tremendous radiation that would be lethal to life forms. What is important in this discussion is the difference between what has taken place in your galaxy compared to the ideal of living in peace and harmony and feeling and being able and being safe, both. Safety is simply enforced by the divine quite rigorously and quickly everywhere but within the Milky Way galaxy. In your more local environment, those restrictions have been eased, causing the law of karma to take some time before reacting to poor choices. This creates a kind of test environment where people have opportunities to fail, to push the boundaries, but eventually there will be a course correction from a kind of backlash or punishment that reaches them as a life lesson. This is an imperfect system because many times in your current state of disconnection, humans will not recognize that karmic lesson for what it represents because there will not be a memory of the causation oftentimes. It may in fact be something happening in a previous life And only in the current life is the karmic lesson being brought to bear. This creates many dilemmas and practical difficulties for human progress because there's so much unhappiness resulting from the inner discord of karmic consequences impinging negatively on a person's life. This is typical of most people. There will be such struggles many times during the course of their life. That is a consequence of the free will experiment underway where humans and other beings within your galaxy are allowed to experiment, to have a near total free hand other than eventual restitution via the law of karma in doing whatever they choose. Most beings will see the connection between wrongdoing and an eventual comeuppance that reverses the gains. Because there is a consequence taking away their happiness, their good fortune, whatever gains they made in the short term, and bringing instead a kind of punishment to exact a toll commensurate with harm they caused to themselves or others. Experience has taught you that it is a slippery slope indeed to be a free agent with free will, able to do anything until it is opposed by others or the law of karma. The spirit meddlers, who were angelic at one time, fell into a downward spiral through an ego-based desire for greater power and could not find their way back to divine alignment and are in danger of perishing, having become quite a scourge to humanity, living as energy parasites off human life force energy and causing all kinds of problems through manipulating their host to induce bad behavior. 
This causes people to get out of divine alignment and find themselves on a dark path as well. This is highly dangerous, but a consequence of free will gone wrong. That lesson simply needs to be learned because it is not inevitable and can be surmounted through healing and returning to divine principles for one's life choices. That has the potential of creating a similar safe space level environment of comfort and security within the earth plane and the Milky Way galaxy as a whole. Once the corruption by the interlopers is addressed through healing these intruders in your realm, so they no longer act as perpetrators and will let you alone to continue your soul journey. This is the ultimate goal of the divine human experiment, to prevail under these difficult circumstances. You, in fact, were created to be an answer for the problem of evil. This is a tall order to expect humanity to cope with a vast span of time. Evil has been in existence within your galaxy and corrupted so many other beings who got there ahead of you and now are intruding in your world and corrupting you. But that is a grand contest that is very worth winning because there will be tremendous rewards if you prevail and solve this problem. The benefit to the interlopers will be phenomenal and will be a blessing recognized for all of time to your credit as a member of the human family accomplishing this feat. So basically this illustrates the issue of a safe space has wider implications And the need in the first place stems from an age-old problem of great magnitude and importance. For the key to the whole dilemma of safety and security rests on having a good understanding of evil and how it operates. So you can be effective in countering its effects and maintaining stability to have a life of enjoyment and productivity. You know, Carl, we could probably stop right here and spend the rest of the show just discussing this one passage that you just shared there's so much stuff here to talk about we're not going to of course but we could it is the big picture it is the central problem facing humanity and always has been the reason we're here the reason we were created in the first place is creators pointing out we were created to be an answer for the problem of evil most people feel helpless. Yes. <laughs> you know, they duck for cover and, you know, call 911. You know, you have to turn to law and order to take care of most things of that kind of uh, magnitude. You know, you know interesting thing. About- the interesting thing is that we were created to be an answer for the problem of evil. And while the focus is on the Milky Way galaxy here, I think in a real sense, we're also created to provide an answer for the problem of evil that exists throughout the universe, which doesn't exist throughout the universe because there's very strict law of karma. And I think maybe what creative would like to do is sometime in the future, ease some of that, you know, but in order to ease the karma, there has to be an increase of divine wisdom on the part of all beings. Yes. So that's probably the grand vision that creator is trying to get to. Uh, because they're just too short a leash elsewhere. You know? Yeah. Free will is an experiment, and it's not going well. 
no. because so <laughs> many beings have fallen off the wagon. They are out of divine alignment. They're preying on others. They're they're focused on power and control and subjugation, unable to love and to be in alignment with the loving energy that is the Almighty. And you know, I just want to quickly say, if people think, how can that be? How can just the Milky Way galaxy with the trillions of other galaxies out there be the only one where this is going on? But think about it. If free will is such a danger, you wouldn't want to conduct a widespread experiment. You want to conduct a very local one. Yes. That, this, is a, this is a test case. Yes. This is the idea of of creator to see what will happen if creator gives more divine power to some of its extensions. That's what we are. We're an extension of divine consciousness. We're a part of the almighty, but we have independence. And this is experiment, a dangerous experiment. And well, as it, it turns out, yes. with dangerous experiments, you have to have isolation. <laughs> you have to, you have to have protections around it. You know, so you've won the lottery. We've all won the lottery who are here. So we we are rare birds indeed. So to take that to heart, we got we got more to cover, Carl. We should probably move on. Uh, the U.S. Creator, lately, the need for safe spaces has become emphasized, and some would say exaggerated. Everybody understands the need to be safe from harm. But lately, students and others, especially attending political events that might expose them to hurtful ideas, need a safe space to retreat to with hot cocoa, stuffed animals, blankets, pillows, soothing music, and even puppies. Can creators share the divine perspective on this latest trend? All right. And these are creators' words. In a sense, this is a symptom of the heightened sensitivity owing to your long struggle with evil over thousands of years now. People do not incarnate as newly minted souls, but as returning humans wanting yet again to take on the challenges of physical existence and particularly to right the wrongs of the past they themselves have been subjected to or witnessed befalling others. All the human beings currently living chose to come here and to serve the light by taking on the darkness to raise up one another and help to heal their own wounds and the wounds of fellow members of the human family. This awareness gets lost with the disconnection people experience from infancy in lacking conscious awareness of their deep history and the reasons for all the problems swirling about them they step into from birth, living as they do in a harsh world. So the phenomenon of this heightened sensitivity is a kind of recoil away from the menacing nature of negative energies, even on a personal level, when all that is at stake is bruised feelings and being triggered within about past hurts that are not truly reoccurring or imminent, but may feel like this is so, simply by hearing unpleasant thoughts and ideas. So it is not just a sign of the times to crave a a safe space, but essentially a cry for help, that the person in need is a fragile being and in distress. So while this might seem trivial on the surface, because the precipitating event may seem like a trivial experience to an outside observer, what is truly happening is it is triggering a deeply felt inner wound that has persisted across lifetimes in most cases and will always be something quite grave that happened and quite serious in its implications often experiences of being tortured or killed. So these are not small matters. What is needed is deep inner healing, and there needs to be much greater awareness 
that the problems are real you are describing and very serious because they can greatly impair not only personal happiness, but a person's success in life. Because at an extreme, people become incapacitated through overwhelm when there is too much buildup of inner trauma. This is a great healing need that is universal across the planet. And that is, a, in fact, uh, the elephant in the room, I think, is a lot of people carrying around inner trauma, which is difficult for other people to see. And that inner trauma isn't necessarily origin, uh, you know, having, having its origin in this lifetime alone. Yeah. Uh, and, but that inner trauma is causing problems for everybody. Well, and we do a lot of work on this, and we've done a lot of research on this issue. And I can tell you that most people have no clue why they're unhappy. Because a disconnected part of their mind, way down below, is wrestling with the torments of other times and places, and the conscious self doesn't know it. This is a true gap. But that deep part of the subconscious goes into a high-stress response mode. It triggers the fight-or-flight response. It causes hormonal biochemical changes related to stress in the body. It beats up on the body. It sends anxiety up the chain. But the person in their head doesn't know why. They may point to things in their life they know are out of kilter, but there's more happening. And that's what Creator is pointing out here. And it's all related to the fact we're in a pot on the stove getting slowly cooked here. And that is what we're worrying about. Well, the, the deep subconscious is, is quite literal and uh, will respond to stimuli that we as a conscious being might understand in an abstract sense, but the deep subconscious won't necessarily know. And so it's, it might be misreacting to things that yeah. we're observing, hearing, but that doesn't matter because it's going to send that stress bubbling up anyway. Yeah, and even to the extent that it can reason and problem solve, it has no wherewithal. It's powerless to change anything. It can't even call on you as the CEO who makes decisions where to go and what to do for help because you don't hear it. So it's lonely. It's all on its own. It's shouldering a tremendous burden that it can't possibly cope with. Yeah, the the only button it has is the emotional button. Yes, Exactly. And it, it pushes it a all lot. day long in many, <laughs> many cases. Yes. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's just, and it's a struggle for everybody because, you know, obviously, you know, if the, if the deep subconscious is panicking and pushing it too much, we want it to stop. And uh, but that's what we're talking about here. That's what this project's about is to give you tools to to help resolve a lot of this stuff. That's what we're all about here at Get yeah. Wisdom. And sure there, are, us- there are healing okay. solutions. We'll yes, be there are. You can check it. them out at getwisdom.com. Check out our healing services as well. Uh, just head hop over. As soon as the show is done, hang out here and check out getwisdom.com. We'll be right back right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Are you aware that each one of us was born with a mission, a sense of purpose? Even if you don't know it yet, it will reveal itself. Pay attention to the clues that will lead you to uncover your mission. Listen to Mission Possible program with host Carol Ann Fernandez. Along with some amazing guests, Carol Ann seeks to help you along the journey to manifest your mission. It's time to unleash your greater potential. Mission Possible program airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about safe spaces, divine and otherwise. Um, it's an interesting topic and quite a topical one, Carl. Yeah, indeed. The, the world doesn't seem to be getting wonderfully better all by itself. It's, it's needing a little help, and we're trying to cope. We're kind of talking about coping here. Yes. Well, we're going to explore that a little bit more right now, I think. U.S. Creator, hearing about young college-age students retreating in tears from a political speech to a puppy-filled room raises some eyebrows for sure. But at the same time, it is undeniable that companion animals can transform the worst hovel into a love-filled emotional safe space. Can Creator comment on when this might be taken a bit too far, such as the stereotypical cat ladies or young urban professionals spending more on monthly doggy daycare than a new BMW car payment? Can pets become substitutes for an actual human family? Okay, well, this question sounds like it came from a non-pet owner, but uh, this is what Creator has to say. The answer to your latter question is very much yes that animals can be made substitutes for family members and human friendships. But we see that as not necessarily a bad thing, as it usually occurs when human contact is denied or unsatisfactory, which can happen for many reasons. One's family are often one's biggest source of pain and suffering. That is because of the karmic history. People come and reincarnate together for many, many reasons, and one of the high priorities is to work on healing past dilemmas, many of which were tragic and unpleasant. So by coming together in a new lifetime, the law of karma may start a family group off 
and headed for a re-experiencing of tough times, many, many difficulties and tragic circumstances. So being with one's family may not be the safest place one could inhabit. I think that rings true that, for folks out there. But that's let me an amazing let me get this from Creator. Yeah, go ahead. Right. I shouldn't I shouldn't interrupt Creator in the no, middle of no. a. But that a was lesson. a good one. <laughs> All right, the companion animals were former predator species that were repurposed to be more attuned to humans in their need for love. And this was done purposefully to provide an independent way to bring more love into the world and to have a way to reach people who were isolated from fellow humans for any particular reason and give them an alternative outreach through a loving being who would be simpler and more practical to support and could be trusted in the bargain to be more loyal than many people turn out to be. Because animals have simpler needs and fewer expectations than human beings. They are geared to love and to share that love with people. And they do this unreservedly unless they are harmed or punished in some way and learn to avoid their owner through fear and hard-won experience that will result in some negative outcome. Given half a chance, companion animals will be earth angels and will even heal their owners as best they can. And this can actually reverse serious illness in some cases. So the idea of achieving a soothing from being with a companion animal is quite valid and even has been scientifically established now. If this is done for quite trivial reasons, or one could say it's self-indulgent and overdone, that people should be tougher, should be more self-sufficient, and so on, and perhaps are giving in too readily to a state of dependency and disempowering themselves. On one level, this may be true, But that disempowerment is a natural consequence of being overwhelmed by inner turmoil being stirred up because of old karma causing inner fear. So people may appear quite fragile and be unable to cope with life circumstances others take in stride. But there's always much more going on than appears on the surface. If an animal's presence is a a benefit to soothe such a person, it is never a bad thing. It is no different than any other source of comfort and satisfaction. The need for love is real. People can always do better in how they grow and learn to cope with life and find ways to solve their dilemmas. And that is always preferable to spending much time self-soothing because they are unable to cope with current circumstances. When there is no path to healing, people are reduced to seeking treatment if only in the form of a feel-good solution that doesn't truly correct the inner discord and underlying karmic dilemma at its cause. So there needs to be a deeper understanding, once again, of the underlying dynamics here, and that will help put into perspective what is at stake and bring a more enlightened appreciation of what people are truly contending with even as they appear to be weaklings and self-destructive. Well, I, I think what Creator is really setting out to do here is to send the strong message that we really need to uh, hold back our judgment of others and uh, understand that these you know people are struggling and that if, if you're spending maybe an inordinate amount of time with your pets, there's a reason for it and we should be we should be acknowledging that as well as, you know, accepting of it to some level. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you know, very much so. And, yeah. And you know, there's a lot of uh, snide remarks and finger pointing and laughter about people and their companion animals, their comfort animals, you right. know, flying on a plane and taking their comfort animal with. And the so service on. dogs, yes. The service dogs <laughs> yeah. and so forth. But I can tell you, they fill a valuable role. And this is what Creator is saying. You know, lighten yes. up, be more loving and forgiving of others and sympathetic to their plight. You know, there's a reason they feel that need. Yeah, and, and you have no them, idea. Yeah, you have no idea what they go through. Right, and if you're denigrating them, you're just making their dilemma worse. You're not helping them. You yeah, know? that's for darn sure. Count your blessings and move on. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You ask creator. Those who suffer PTSD, it can be argued, have no safe space, as flashbacks can occur anytime, anywhere. This suggests a need for a safe space for the mind that exists for an individual, regardless of exterior circumstances. Inner calm and peace of mind seem to be the ultimate safe space an individual can create for themselves, at least ideally. Can creator comment on the need for placing the proper emphasis on internal safe spaces versus external safe spaces, and how to best go about creating both in balance? Okay, and this is what creator says about all that. Here we have a shorthand description of an ideal world where everything is in balance and at a high level of vibration, so to speak, where contentment is the order of the day, if not more discernible happiness. The world is far from this state of being at present, with so many areas in turmoil, huge numbers living in poverty, even hunger, many homeless, and fleeing violence and the ravages of various catastrophes in nature. The cure for post-traumatic stress disorder is the resolution of the prior trauma experienced by the individual that leaves them in a state of heightened awareness, fearing the worst will happen at any time. And the inner replay of past disasters creates a chronic state of anxiety, fear, and a hypersensitivity to any adverse stimulus that will trigger a huge alarm reaction. This is a huge unmet need for the inner calm of an inner safe space where there is a state of relaxation, living life with grace and ease, without tension and overreaction to unexpected events that a person with a trauma history will likely overreact to and be heavily triggered to re-experience crushing inner emotional turmoil. To achieve both inner peace and outer peace and the state of having an inner safe space as well as an outer safe space? The answer for both is deep healing of humanity and the many interlopers in your midst who are a source of evil, corrupting humans again and again to encourage bringing out the worst in them, many kinds of bad behavior, impulsive thoughts and actions, self-destructive impulses, self-destructive habits, and many acts of violence against others. When out-of-control conduct occurs in many places at once and involves entire regions, as will happen in social unrest, civil strife, and acts of war, as opposed to isolated troublemakers, deranged individuals, and criminals preying on others, large regions of the world can become unsafe and lead to mass panic, self-destructive acts of desperation, and many catastrophic overreactions through manipulations, 
designed to funnel people's fears into causing harm to others by blaming one's neighbors and deluding people into thinking going to war is an answer for their problems. Divine love and healing are the answer for creating safety on all levels because the broadest definition of safety is the maintenance of a state of divine alignment that can only prevail when one is calm, centered, and not under duress. It is very hard to maintain a loving vibration when one's life is being threatened or the lives of loved ones. Dealing with corruption and the influences of evil across the board is the number one priority and learning challenge of humanity. There are answers, there are approaches that work. This can be done, and you can be successful in uplifting your tormentors and thereby freeing yourselves from danger. Only then will your healing be thorough and complete. So it is in your best interest to see to both these needs, safety within and without. This is doable. The divine realm can show you how and can assist you in achieving these goals. Some are achievable by the asking on a local and personal level. On a wide scale, you will need fellow humans requesting the same. But it is still your challenge personally to bring about both. It cannot happen without requests coming from the human side. The divine realm can only assist when requested. This is why your problems, in effect, have a human solution that awaits your making the choice and taking action. Again, there's an awful lot of implications with a lot that will be shared here. Um, you know, it's interesting, the emphasis here at the end is clearly on prayer and, and an outreach to the divine. Um, I think an insight I just had is that, you know, why is prayer necessary? We learned in the first channeling of this uh, show that the whole rest of the universe is kind of a divine safe space where there's immediate interaction and, and, and feedback on things that happen. Well, that mechanism is removed, and so prayer has to kind of fill that void, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and this is the direct message about how this all works. This is the rules of engagement with free will and free agency that we're blessed with. In other words, we're on our own here. We're yeah. in charge. Yes. You know, God forbid. <laughs> you know, whose <laughs> idea was this? It seems crazy, doesn't right. it? <laughs> At times. There is divine wisdom behind it. That's a long discussion to defend it. Yes. <laughs> I've had that long discussion and it takes time to sort of. We'll have it again. <laughs> well, because, you know, it, it seems wildly improbable that the kids would ever be put in charge of the uh, the school and yeah. the inmates in charge of the asylum. But yet, here we are. So what this is saying is because of free agency, it is up to us to see to our needs. If we're helpless in the face of something bigger and badder, that's when we need the divine. But the divine won't just jump in because it sees the dilemma. 
It has to stand around and watch us to see what we'll do. We have to be smart enough and in divine alignment enough to ask the Almighty for help. Otherwise, we're on our own. We will go down. This This sounds very harsh, but it is a test of us that is underway. Can we cope with the problem of evil and surmount it even as we have all these disadvantages. We're disconnected from larger awareness. Yep. We're barely intuitively in contact with the Almighty, although God always hears you totally, completely, and perfectly. But you don't hear God, most likely. This is a rare gift to be able to get in touch that intimately. Psychics possess this to varying degrees. Everyone has a little bit of intuitive ability. But so we're coming from behind. We've got one hand tied behind our back. We're we're diminished, we're depleted, and we're pummeled at every turn by acts of evil, even by our fellow humans. And we've lost faith in humanity. You know, we think it's all evil people when it's actually people corrupted with evil. And they're just like you and I. They're children of God. And they deserve to be free from this scourge. But it takes an active will and a conscious decision to reach out and ask for divine support. That's not that hard. Simple prayer can do it with enough people asking. Yes. And, you know, it's becoming clear that we're here on a mission, a mission from God for those who like the movie The Blues Brothers, well, we're all here on a mission from God. And that mission is to solve the problem of evil, not just for ourselves individually, but for our family, our country, our world, our galaxy, and even all of the universe. I mean, that sounds fantastic, but the more we look at this, the more answers we get from Creator, that's what just becomes clearer and clearer and clearer. Well, you see, we don't want evil to spread. We don't want it to get worse. It's bad enough. It's been bad enough all the way along. But we haven't had the awareness, the intuitive reach and insight, and the accumulation of knowledge and wisdom to really come to grips with it. Right. And we have the tools. We have the tools now because we're being told very directly, very clearly for the first time in a long time, God is the answer. Prayer will work if enough people make the requests. And we also have a powerful, specific healing tool that unleashes the full powers of the divine realm. Because we know now how they go about healing. And we can request all of those services. And that magnifies greatly the human outreach. If you can use their Lightworker Healing Protocol to help your loved ones and humanity as well. You can get information on Lightworker Healing, Pro- Lightworker Healing Protocol, say that fast, Carl, um, at getwisdom.com slash LHP. Getwisdom.com slash LHP. You'll get our Lightworker Healing Protocol ebook that will actually explain the protocol, what it is, and how you can sign up for Lightworker Healing Protocol online training that we have. That's available. That'll give you full comprehensive training in the protocol and how to use it most effectively. Uh, we'll also get our Get an ebook while you're at it on prayer. You can get that at getwisdom.com slash prayer. And that uh, will share with you insights on how to most effectively pray. We'll be right back with more get with the last segment of Get Wisdom right after this.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the last segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about safe spaces. You know, in many ways, this show is a safe space, Carl. I'd like to think about it that way. Well, I like that. I like that analogy. Because any bright spot, any spot where you can be closer to the divine is uplifting and that is also empowering because you are becoming open to receiving all the benefits yes. of being in divine alignment. You know, you're, you're kind of open to receiving and that allows the almighty to do something for you that otherwise maybe it can't because you're on your own, you're doing your own thing and you don't want to hear from God, you know, and so you'll be left alone. And that's the plight of many, many, many people in the growing numbers, in fact. Well, we're hoping to reverse that. U.S. creator, agoraphobia, or the fear of open spaces, suggests an overwhelming dependency on a safe space, as many agoraphobics are so incapacitated that they either never leave the house or do so only under great duress and obligation. Can creator comment on this troublesome condition, especially because many seem to develop it without a discernible reason? What is the number one cause and what is the hope for healing? Right, and this is what Creator says. The agoraphobic individual is a textbook example of someone who is incapacitated because they are wrestling with deep inner trauma below their conscious awareness. 
in that deep level of the subconscious mind, they are reviewing records of other lifetimes of tragedy and horrific traumas they have been subjected to again and again. All of that negativity is causing fear and concern those bad times will reoccur. So this state of being that seems so inexplicable where people are hampered and diminished by their own choice to keep themselves in a cage, in effect, is truly for a good cause seen in that perspective, that they're truly wrestling with gigantic threats that are looming, in their mind at least, and they're simply wanting to save themselves from what their deep subconscious fears will befall them if they venture forth and take any kind of risk interacting with the outer world. When someone has been captured by marauders, raped and beaten to death, and this has happened more than once and followed by many travesties committed by criminals preying on them, leaving them naked and penniless to fend for themselves, having had all their possessions stolen, or becoming separated from others in a migration and dying alone in the wilderness of thirst, starvation, or freezing cold, those kinds of thoughts lead to fears which are outsized and understandably a challenge to cope with. That is the struggle of the agoraphobe. They are seeing this panoply of tragedies and are simply fearing they will once again be swallowed up. So in a sense, their fears are not at all irrational. They are simply a misinterpretation because the conscious self does not know even what is going on in the deep subconscious. And the latter is not sophisticated enough to know that it is worrying solely about past events and they are no longer part of the current life. That childlike part of the self simply cannot reason in the way the conscious mind puts things in perspective. What is needed is deep subconscious trauma resolution work, which can only be done through channeling of the deep subconscious and is being pioneered by the channel bringing forth these words. So this is a topic with broad implications for every human being not just people with this affliction who are in a small minority, but it represents the tip of an iceberg that is universally experienced at times during every life and is a major source of anxiety across the board, as well as many self-defeating behaviors. Well, the point there was just made universally experienced at times during every life. In other words, you know, agoraphobes are an extreme example of something that we all have to fight with. Yes, and, you know, the the burden I feel quite keenly is I'm the only person on the planet offering this service of subconscious yeah. channeling and trauma resolution. Yeah. And I have over 7 billion potential clients who can <laughs> only be helped in this way. And there's just me, and I'm, I'm right. starting to work with a few channelers now to help broaden the services so others can get involved here. So I, I have to restrict this to serious needs, serious conditions, and there's plenty of takers because therapy can't touch that level of the mind directly. Right. It doesn't reach through the conscious gateway or even deep trance hypnotherapy. So, anyway, I don't want to keep going on that. (laughs) We have other things to talk about. Well, we'll talk about other things. You asked Creator, in Creator's perspective, what advice can be offered on helping today's modern individual create for themselves the optimum safe space that works as a place of protection and rest 
while not becoming a crutch and source of dependency that actually causes more problems than it solves. All right. How do we create a safe space? I like this. This is what Creator says. This indeed is the equivalent of winning the lottery because the full understanding of this question, its implications, and the means to solve the dilemma it describes are the key, not only to human happiness and fulfillment, but achieving a successful completion and graduation from the divine human experiment underway. That is a test of your ability to surmount and learn from negativity through healing the perpetrators subjugating you and thereby liberating yourselves to complete your own healing and transcend this raw beginning stage that has been going on for thousands of years now. The answers are a return to an awareness of your spiritual origin, the purpose for life as an expression of love being a spiritual currency, and your true nature as an extension of creator's consciousness, the true creator and origin of love itself, and with love being the purpose of existence, and love energy being in support of all in the universe, including the human beings, and their energies keeping them going. Finding out how to deal with adversity is the key to the kingdom, so to speak. The two goals you mentioned fit together. One must have safety in their outer environment as well as within their own being. And these are interdependent in the sense one in its absence will end up perturbing the other. People who are in a state of emotional extreme negativity can be a danger to themselves and others, especially if they become delusional. Everyone wants a safe environment free of danger. Both issues have as their solution the presence of enough love to be an antidote for whatever negativity is present and working against human happiness and desires. One can help the self most readily because you have more control over your own being than you do the outer world. Help can be obtained from the divine for the asking, and this is part of the art of living to develop an understanding, appreciation, and skill in requesting divine assistance openly, directly, without reservation, and through an inner strength in feeling worthy of divine assistance. Anything that interferes with this capability represents a need for healing. Lack of self-worth will get in the way. Lack of belief in the divine as well is a fatal flaw that will prevent receiving divine grace. Belief is a requisite for divine recognition and participation. So the goal here for creating an interior safe space is to find ways to cultivate a partnership with the divine. So you can be in the flow of love from above and honor your sacred duty to nourish and protect your own soul by allowing love to come in and cultivate care and nurturing of yourself to help you keep going and surmount the challenges you meet in your life. The external world is largely beyond your reach other than the way you interact with others around you. You can spread much love in the world through being in the flow of loving kindness within yourself, harboring a state of calm and feeling the upliftment that Creator's love provides. By spreading your love to others, You raise them up 
And that can have a chain reaction to spread much, much further. And that is because love is inexhaustible. If it is sought, you will open the gateway to the divine and love will flow in. This is why you can give love away all day long and never run out. To heal the world and prevent world-scale calamities, you will need the cooperation of many other humans coming together in common cause to launch requests to the divine for assistance. That can be done individually according to individual perceptions, availability of time, and motivation to do such an outreach rather than the need for a concerted effort carefully orchestrated to have a mass gathering, for example, and with everyone saying the identical wording for their request in unison. All that is needed for a divine intervention is a sufficient need and many times a quorum of humans expressing a similar entreaty. So there's enough spiritual capital invested in the undertaking to enable a full divine response to surmount the problem on behalf of the requesters. Many times there are insufficient humans saying prayers to allow the divine to do something on a large scale that could benefit many, many humans. So it is the humans, in a sense, controlling their own fate through ignorance and failure to act, which allows the interlopers to literally get away with murder to drag your society on a dark path, to undermine and weaken and threaten the existence of humanity altogether. This is the most pressing need for having a divine partnership with as many humans underway as possible. This again can be done effectively through people making an individual prayer for that to happen, to have the hearts of all opened and raised up, especially the perpetrators in your midst, That simple request and intention coming from you as a divine human will always be heard and will always be added into the healing efforts underway. The Lightworker Healing Protocol is the supreme tool for both helping individuals at the personal level as well as the broader needs of all in the Milky Way galaxy to receive healing and to especially raise up the perpetrators to bring them back into spiritual alignment at long last so they will stand down and cease menacing the human family. These achievements and goals are within your reach. You as an individual can contribute your part and that will be to your credit and will give you positive karma that will continue into the future. You have much to gain and nothing to lose from reaching out to the divine. Well, that, that is the number one message of our project, Carl. That's what we're here, is to encourage partnership with the divine. Well, let's, let's give people a little homework to try this out, try yeah. out this idea. <laughs> you know, one of the things in the news these days is this coronavirus that, yes. you know, bloomed up in China and is now spreading around the world. And science tells us this could be a, a bad one. This could be a really, really dangerous global pandemic. And the last time this happened in uh, 1918 to 1920, you know, killed 100, 100 million people. Yeah. So, you know, we're not trying to alarm you, but we're just saying, okay, this is a good <laughs> chance to put your muscles to work spiritually. Right. Say a prayer today, you know, dear Lord. Help keep me and my loved ones safe from any outside infection like this. Yes. 
And then say another prayer. Dear Lord, help all of humanity to be saved from outside interference and infections. Okay? They're very simple. You can say it in whatever way you think of, as long as your intention is the betterment of someone. And in asking the holiest, highest divine level by name. That's important, too. Don't just say, okay, white light, come down and do your thing. You know, white light is white light. That's a kind of a disinformation. So there you go. You know, go to work. Make make good things happen. And don't stop there. You know, a thought that just occurred to me as we're running the show here, the reason for asking from God is that's a recognition that God is a living being. Whereas if you just want the white light, we're not even sure that light is a living thing, right? So so part of the equation is understanding that it's a living universe and a living God, a powerful intelligence that's alive. It's not just energy, you know, yes. and we want a relationship with it. That's what this is about. Carl, we're out of time. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to visiting with you next week. All right. Take care. Be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 